Hi everyone, I'm Nate Hansen, and you're listening to The Science of Social Media, a weekly social media podcast from Buffer, covering all the latest stories, insights, experimentation, and learning to help you and your brand succeed online. Welcome to episode number 168. I'm Heather May Pustai, and today we're catching up with the latest social media news stories that might impact your marketing. As always, a ton is happening in the world of social media, and it can be hard to catch every story. Today, we want to highlight some of the biggest ones from recent weeks. We'll touch on Facebook's most recent product changes and strategic plans, how Pinterest continues making splashes with its business and shopping features, and the latest data on social media trends and usage. Learn what's coming next to Instagram and find out what's more popular, Facebook stories, Instagram stories, or Snapchat. Ooh, I can't wait. A warm welcome to the show, everyone. Let's kick it off. Let's jump right into the news, starting with one of the biggest and most recent stories that came out just last week. The Verge, a technology and culture news website, released two hours of leaked audio of Mark Zuckerberg talking to his Facebook employees, answering questions about Facebook's future, the risks that it's facing, and the strategies for things like privacy, reliability, and even Libra, Facebook's new cryptocurrency. Did you hear this audio? I have. I haven't gotten all the way through it, but it's really fascinating to listen to. The audio was a very sincere Zuckerberg talking openly and genuinely with his team, which is always a really nice side to see that you don't always see in public forums. What I found particularly interesting and really relevant to social media marketers was his thoughts on Facebook strategy. At one point, he started talking about Facebook's response to a threat like TikTok, which has really exploded in popularity recently. And if you've yet to try it, TikTok is a social media app for sharing videos. It's become especially popular with younger demographics. And I have to be honest, I definitely spent a little bit of time with my partner kind of going through and looking at some of the videos and just laughing. It's really quite interesting. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't used TikTok yet, but it it almost sounds like the old Vine days or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Zuckerberg related TikTok to Instagram saying, quote, it's almost like the explore tab we have on Instagram, which is today primarily about feed posts and highlighting different feed posts. I kind of think about TikTok as if it were explore for stories and that were the whole app, unquote. So what will Facebook do about TikTok? It appears that Instagram is best positioned to compete with TikTok, and Zuckerberg mentioned that they'll be making some changes to Instagram, including changes to the Explore tab, so it's more focused on stories. Yeah, that's a great takeaway for marketers. We already know that stories are an incredibly popular way to reach your audience, and you can check out last week's episode on story examples and ways to schedule stories from Buffer. The fact that Instagram might make stories even more discoverable feels like even more reason to really build stories into your marketing strategy. Definitely. And one other tidbit worth keeping an eye on, Zuckerberg mentioned that Facebook has built a TikTok-like app and is currently testing it in countries like Mexico, where TikTok has yet to be released. The app is called Lasso, and Facebook is trying to find product market fit with the app before bringing it to other countries to compete directly with TikTok. That's so interesting that they've targeted markets where TikTok hasn't yet been released to really see how that would function. Very clever. All right. We'll link to the Facebook audio in our show notes at buffer.com forward slash podcast. Definitely be sure to take a listen to that. Not long after the audio came out, one way that Facebook responded was by live streaming an internal Q&A session at Facebook. And we'll link to that as well. Okay. Shifting gears a bit, but staying in the world of Facebook and Instagram, our next news item has to do with like counts. 
You've heard about them going away on Instagram. Perhaps you've even experienced it already. Well, the same thing is going to happen with like counts on Facebook. Facebook is officially starting to hide like counts on its post, starting first in Australia. Just like with the removal of likes on Instagram, with Facebook likes, the post's author can see the like count, but it's hidden from everyone else who sees it. People can see who liked it, but not how many people liked it. Same goes for the love, ha-ha, wow, sad, and angry reactions. There's been a lot of positive press about these changes for Instagram and Facebook, especially as it relates to people's well-being and experiences on social media, something that I've always found really fascinating. And there's less social pressure for a post to perform to a certain threshold, less envy, less competition. And to be clear, these hidden light counts are still being treated as tests. A Facebook spokesperson told TechCrunch, quote, we are running a limited test where like reaction and video view counts are made private across Facebook. We will gather feedback to understand whether this change will improve people's experiences, unquote. The thinking is that if the test improves people's well-being without affecting engagement or activity within Facebook, then it's likely to keep rolling out to more and more countries. Yeah, I really love this. I think that's going to be pretty fascinating to experiment with. And we wrote on the Buffer blog about this shift away from like counts and what it might mean for marketers. Our take is that it signals a move toward attention metrics, which marketers have already been tracking and optimizing for some time now. In fact, I'd venture to say that marketers were ahead of the curve on this shift away from likes. Yeah, you're right. Many social media dashboards now report on these more informative attention metrics like completion rate for stories or video watch time and audience retention, referral traffic and attribution, which we did an episode on several weeks ago, or engagement rate, which is going to be your total interactions divided by reach. This is always one that I really harp on as being an important one to keep an eye on. These give you a really great signal of whether or not your content is working and keeping people engaged, and it's much clearer data than an ambiguous response of a like. Yeah, totally. Okay, so next up, we're going to share some news on Pinterest and stories. But first, here's a quick music break. Okay, welcome back. So we've talked about Facebook's big news on strategy, as well as the future of likes on Facebook and Instagram. Now let's change gears a bit and talk about Pinterest. Ooh, yes. All year long, Pinterest has been releasing a ton of great value to businesses and advertisers through new features on the app. The company went public earlier this year and continues to grow, most recently surpassing 300 million monthly active users, which is really impressive. What caught our eye with Pinterest's most recent moves was its addition of more business features and e-commerce features with catalogs, profiles, and even shopping. Let's start with the catalogs. As of a couple weeks ago, if you're an e-commerce company, you can upload your full catalog to Pinterest and automatically turn all your products into shoppable product pins. This feature was rolled out to select partners in European countries and is likely to expand further as shopping season nears. The interesting signal that this news tells me is just how committed Pinterest is to creating an awesome shopping experience on the app. We've seen similar with Instagram Checkout, which lets you buy directly in-app, and it feels like both Pinterest and Instagram are moving in the same e-commerce type direction. If your brand sells to consumers online, then these two social networks are really key places for you to be. I can't count the number of times that I'm on Pinterest when I'm out shopping or looking for an item, so I think it's really, really important to keep in mind if you're a brand uh, that's selling direct to consumer. Oh, yeah, totally. And in addition to catalogs, Pinterest also debuted new dynamic business profiles with video cover images and a dedicated shop tab. 
We'll share a couple examples of these new profiles in our show notes at buffer.com slash podcast so you can check them out. I think they look pretty fabulous. It's so funny that you mentioned that. I just spotted the first one about an hour ago when I was working with a customer. So they do look so neat and just really clean. The new shop tab is one of my favorite parts of the profile. It'll appear just under the main cover image and description next to the options for activity and community. And on the shop tab, you'll see a list of shop the look pins for your brand, even sorted into things like collections. The Ulta Beauty account is a really great example of this. They have collections for things like nail polish or eye makeup and accessories. And I just really like the clean way that they're able to kind of categorize those things. Okay, next up on our list is news about stories. And we mean all stories, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. That's right. This news comes from our friends at HubSpot who recently shared some interesting findings on the popularity of stories. Their survey showed that 70% of people prefer to watch Facebook stories over Instagram stories or Snapchat. That is actually kind of surprising. Now, before you go out and change your whole social media strategy, let me share a bit more context. The data had a small sample size, just about 270 people, and the demographics were a broad set of consumers in the United States alone. So had the survey been larger or more focused on a segment like 18 to 24-year-olds or even 25 to 34-year-olds, we might have seen entirely different results. Right, but nevertheless, the fact that Facebook stories scored so highly in this survey is a surprise, especially when you consider that Facebook stories are mostly an afterthought in many marketing articles and strategy conversations. And from my point of view, this data made me think twice about Facebook stories as a viable channel. It's definitely hard to ignore the reach and size of Facebook in general. So it might make sense that its stories might be visible to an equally large number of people. And especially if Facebook stories are talked about less than, say, Instagram stories or Snapchat, it feels like competition might be a bit less too, and you'll have more chance to stand out. That's a great point. And the HubSpot article even goes on to describe some easy ways to test the water on Facebook stories. A lot of companies take the lean approach. Uh, they simply cross post the same content from Instagram stories to their Facebook stories. And it really doesn't get much more simple than that. We really love to recycle content across our social channels. So this feels like a very natural kind of transition to sharing on Facebook stories. Okay, so we've gone deep on a handful of big stories in the social media marketing space. We're just about at the end now, so let's do a lightning round of some other cool tidbits that we haven't touched on yet. Heather, mate, you want to kick us off? Absolutely. I'll start with a fun one that I know a lot of people will enjoy. Pinterest now has dark mode, which... I always get so excited when apps introduce dark mode. You can toggle on dark mode within the Pinterest app. I know a lot of people really love this for the way it saves their eyes. And even more good news, there's a dark mode for Gmail now as well. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know I've definitely used the Gmail dark mode. So I'll have to check that out with Pinterest as well. I think I've got another news item that people will find awesome as well. You can now use Twitter lists as alternate Twitter home feed timelines. You can pin up to five lists to your main screen, then swipe back and forth to see them. We're huge fans of Twitter lists here at Buffer, so this feature has been a real hit. Another quick news item, Instagram announced the release of Threads, a new camera-first messaging app to connect you with your friends. People are calling it another way that Instagram has taken inspiration from some of the features that Snapchat has built successfully. We're really eager to see how this one performs for Instagram. Also, Instagram recently changed its app so you can no longer see the following activity tab where it would show you the activity, likes, comments, etc. of the people you followed. Yeah, I feel like that one didn't get as much emphasis, but it was a little bit surprising to me. 
All right. There's a ton more news out there, far more than we could ever fit into a single episode. If you want to follow along with the latest, we have a weekly newsletter that we would love to invite you to join. It touches on recent news, trends, useful marketing tools, and so much more. You can sign up at buffer.com forward slash resources forward slash newsletter, and that'll be linked in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for tuning into the Science of Social Media today. As always, we deeply appreciate your kind ratings and reviews on iTunes. And if you ever like to get in touch with myself or Heather May, we're always here for you on social media at hashtag Buffer Podcast. You can also send us an email anytime at hello at buffer.com. We have lots of great episodes lined up for you in the next couple of weeks, and we look forward to next Monday, everyone. 